I want to talk to you just for a few moments from the subject, give thanks. One day, a woman was rushing home from a doctor's appointment. The doctor had been somewhat delayed at the hospital and the lab work took a little longer than usual. So by the time she left the clinic, she was running quite a bit behind schedule. She still had to pick up her prescriptions, pick up the children from the babysitter and get home and make supper all in the time to make it to prayer meeting at her church that evening. As she began to circle the busy Walmart parking lot, looking for a space, the windows of heaven were open, as it says in Genesis, and a downpour began. While she wasn't usually the type to bother God with small problems, she began to pray as she turned down the road closest to the front door, Lord, you know what kind of day I've had and there's still an awful lot to do. Could you please grant me a parking space right away? Oh, and close to the building so I don't get soaked. The words weren't even completely out of her mouth when she saw the backup lights of a car come on at the end of the row. It was the best space in the whole parking lot right next to the handicapped spots and straight out from the front door. She made straight for it and as she pulled in, she said, never mind God, something just opened up. It's kind of an amusing antidote, but how many times do we ask God for something And then when we receive it, we behave as though it weren't quite an unusual, that that it was an unusual coincidence. And we fail to give credit where credit is due. That's exactly what happened in our scripture. This morning, we find 10 lepers. They were sick with an incurable disease. They were marked as untouchable, They were kicked out of fellowship with anyone except other lepers. They begged at a distance for anything and everything they needed. It may have been just a long distance prayer, but but their cry was heard. The response from Jesus was just a command, but it was a response Jesus heard. It says they met Christ as he entered into a certain village. They didn't want, they didn't wait until he had something to eat or drink, but they met him as he entered the town. I'm sure he was tired, but he responded. Jesus gives them an assignment within the law. He tells them, go and show yourselves to the priests. I can imagine that these men were probably confused. They knew that they were leprous. They might have examined their hands and noticed that their hands were still, their flesh was still decayed. They saw no change. 
They had felt nothing. They couldn't go see the priest like that. Yet, they could not be readmitted to society until they did. They might have thought, well, I don't seem to be healed, but I'll do what he said. So they shrugged their shoulders and started walking. They walked towards the city to present themselves to the priests. But you know, God often chooses to answer our prayers as a result of our own obedience. Did you get that one? God often chooses to answer our prayers as a result of our own obedience. And so we read, as they went, they were made clean. They looked at their hands and the skin was restored. They stroked their faces and the sores had been healed. They peeked under the bandages and the signs of decay had disappeared. Their fingertips and ears were back. They were made clean. Ten people that day received the benefits of God's grace. Ten people were reached by the love of God and made legally and ceremonially clean. But nine of them kept going without a backward glance. These people seemed to puzzle Jesus. Where are the nine? Jesus asked. And it seems they never thought of the God connection. Never thought of giving thanks to God. Why didn't they return to give thanks? This indicates to me that ingratitude is a very common sin. This Samaritan leper closed the circle of grace that day of his cleansing instead of focusing on his illness and his very considerable pain. Now he worship the God who had set him free. And that gratitude completed his healing. As he worshiped, he was made whole. Because of his gratitude, there was an extra healing for this 10th leper. When Jesus said, your faith has made you well, he is probably talking about God's work in the man's heart. The other lepers, they had whole bodies, but sick hearts. Now, I guess we'll never really know, but here are some, here are some possibilities why the other nine didn't return. Maybe one waited to see if they were really cured. Maybe one waited to see if it would last. Maybe one said, oh, you know what, I'll go see Jesus later. Or maybe one decided that he had better see the priest before Jesus changed his mind. Maybe one said he would have gotten well anyway. 
Maybe one gave the credit to the priests. Or maybe one said, Jesus didn't really do anything. All he did was tell me to go. Or maybe one said, oh, any rabbi could have done that. Or maybe another said, I was already getting better anyway. Excuses, excuses. God notices our lack of gratitude. This has never been more prevalent than recently. We see all the signs around that says, God bless America. And I wonder why should he? What have we done to deserve his blessings? We've kicked him out of our schools. We've kicked him out of our government buildings. Some have even kicked him out of the church. For the church is nothing more than a social club and not a place to come and worship our Lord and Savior. Our society's morals continue to wallow in drugs, pornography, killings, greed, self-servitude. In one episode of the TV cartoon show, The Simpsons, the boy Bart is asked to say grace. He prays, dear God, we paid for all this stuff ourselves, so thanks for nothing. And who says TV doesn't reflect our culture? Why should God bless America if we refuse to bless him? We forget too often what God has done for us. God gave his only son to die for our sins, to take our blame, our shame upon his shoulders. And what do we do in return? We ask him for his blessings, but then there's no gratitude. There's no, gee, thanks, God. You know, I really appreciate all that you've done for me. Thank you, Jesus. Thanks. Although it's a small word, it has a powerful meaning. It might only have six letters, but it gets across a message that few other words are capable of achieving. When that little word is missing, we feel it deeply. You know what it's like when someone doesn't say thanks? You feel hurt, you feel used, you feel ignored and taken for granted. And you wonder, why did you bother to do something for the person in the first place? I know when I hold the door for someone, 
and they walk through and look at me like I'm supposed to hold the door for them. And I do what my often always do. And you're welcome. <laughs> All they had to say was thank you. Because the, some of the things that we do, we don't have to do. But we do it out of the goodness of our hearts. So anything, any effort that anyone does for you, you've got to say thank you. Even if they buy you the ugliest gift in the world. It's the thought that counts that they thought enough to get you a gift, to spend their money, or even if they re-gifted, they still thought of you. So unfortunately, ingratitude has become a way of life for many people. We find it very difficult to say thank you. And I am reminded of a story about an old man who was suffering from Parkinson's disease. The disease made writing difficult for him since he couldn't keep his hands still. One day, he asked a young man at the post office counter to write a postcard for him. The man said, sure, and wrote the old, what the old man dictated to him and even signed the man's name to the postcard. When he finished, he asked the old man, is there anything else I can do for you? The old man looked at the card, thought for a moment, and then answered, yes. At the end, could you just put P.S., please excuse the bad handwriting? <laughs> it doesn't cost anything to show our gratitude by saying thank you. We have received so much. Christ meets our needs no matter how wretched our condition, no matter how unclean or unworthy we are, and no matter how hopeless our situation may seem. The least we can do is say thank you. Have you thanked him for forgiving and healing you? Have you thanked him for strengthening and supporting you? As I close on this morning, let me share this story that Mother Teresa shared. One evening, we went out and we picked up four people from the street. And one of them was in a most terrible condition. I told the sisters, you take care of the other three. I will take care of the one who looks worse. So I did for her all that my love could do. I put her in bed, and there was such a beautiful smile on her face. She took hold of my hand, and she said two words only. Thank you. Then she died. I could not help but examine my conscience before her, and I asked, what would I say if I were in her place? And my answer was very simple. I would have tried to draw a little attention to myself. I would have said, I am hungry, I am dying, I am in pain, or something. 
but she gave me much more. She gave me her grateful love, and she died with a smile on her face. Gratitude brings a smile and becomes a gift. The grateful person reveals that they have a humble spirit and a sensitivity to the love that others give them. The grateful person sees the merciful acts of others as in an experience of God's grace. The grateful person is able to see Jesus in the other. Let's face it, life itself is a gift. Health is a precious gift. The friendship of others and the love of family and special friends are an overflowing grace that we are to treasure with gratitude. What do you see? What do I see? Gratitude and being thankful is an expression of our faith. Are we self-made individuals beholden to no one? Or are we blessed daily in so many ways, in ways that we cannot repay? Faith, like thankfulness, is our response to the grace of God. And for those who see only God's grace when they could easily be angry and hold grudges, all of life is infused with a sense of thanksgiving. And every encounter with another becomes an opportunity to see and to respond in the same spirit as the grateful leper. So may we all be thankful and give thanks. Happy Thanksgiving to all of you. Thank you. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your word for letting us know that we ought to give thanks. So on this morning, we give you thanks for all that you have done. God, forgive us if we have never said thank you, because on this morning, you've opened our eyes to let us know that we should be grateful. So we thank you for all that you've done. We thank you for dying on the cross for us. We thank you for saving us, oh God. We thank you for giving us life and have, having it more abundantly. We thank you. So let us continue, oh God, to be grateful in everything. Before, because the Bible says that in everything we must give thanks. So in every situation that we go through, God, help us to be grateful and thankful to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.